0: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
1: Front row seat for all the action. Craig Cashon, Fox Sports, Wisconsin, was where he used to work. He now works at Bally Sports, Wisconsin. Oops! Hey, Craig, what's up?
2: (laughs) Sometimes I do that, don't feel bad. (laughs)
1: Well, it's a big week, you guys, the -the over-the-top service. Big week at Belly Sports.
2: I guess so. Uh, I don't know. I'm just showing up (laughs) at the ballpark and doing my thing, hoping everybody can tune in.
1: How much better is it to be, or maybe you like the studio better, but when you guys, because you got that great corner there, and then other times it's, you know, the studio, but I've been seeing Vinny Rotino basically turn you into a reality show all the time with the videos he's been taking. You got to like it better at the ballpark, though.
2: Well yeah, there's no doubt, man. There's nothing like being at the uh, at the event. Um but Vinny has a tendency to make, make what we do an event and uh it, it keeps us loose though. I, I, I do like that. It's uh it gets lonely inside sometimes when the team has gone on three consecutive ten day road oh, yeah. trips. So you gotta you gotta make um chicken salad out of what do they call <laughs> that? You know where I'm going? Yeah. Say
1: it. Let's see what happens. Say, say the the sentence, see what happens.
2: (laughs) I'll get in trouble. I'll leave that up to you. It's your (laughs) show.
1: Yeah. Craig Kishan joining us, Bally sports, Wisconsin uh, here this morning on the fan. So they've had all these road trips and they've played half the road games already. And you know, the brewers were kind of going along pretty good, obviously beating up on some of the teams that are lower than them in the standings. But I was kind of having, I had a conversation with my wife, because she doesn't really care, but she asked me because it's the job, and she says, how are the Brewers doing? I go, oh, honey, they're doing really bad right now. The Cardinals, they're two and a half up. It's it's rough. And then the other night she's like, how are the Brewers doing? Still bad? I go, no, they're in first place again. And she's like, oh, that's weird. I go, "Yeah, yeah, yeah kind of. But now we're in the series where you've got the Cardinals, you got a game up on them, you got three more to go. Where, where's your read on this? Because both of these teams, Craig, they're like, both of them have been beating up on the Reds and the Pirates and then kind of 500 against everybody else. To me, it kind of feels like they're going to beat each other up all season. Someone's going to win the central. And unless some moves are made, they're just going to be fed to some of these other teams in the national league. That's my long-term view of them right now.
2: Well, I mean, and I get that, um, you know, look, I, I don't have uh, a crystal ball other than the fact that, you know, we're, we're still in June. We're not even in July yet. and, Quite honestly, I, I think outside of the injuries to the pitching staff, um, I, I think the Brewers are probably doing just what we thought they would do. Um, I, I really don't think uh, if you go back to spring training and just make your own predictions for the 2022 season, that we, I think everybody said that these two teams are going to battle it out to the end. I don't, I don't think anybody said the Brewers are going to run away with it. I mean, let's face it, St. Louis has some premier offensive players they have a pretty good pitching staff and I think when healthy, the Brewers have a premier pitching staff and a pretty decent offense uh, at times. So, and I think that offense is developing. I mean, we, we just saw Lorenzo Cain uh, you know, he's no longer with the team here. They, they had to make a a major decision on that and, and it happened. So um, now it's time to make decisions like that as, as we move forward. So, I still see these two teams battling it out to the end. I, I still see both of these teams winding up in whatever playoff format uh, they're going to wind up in. Um, and, and I'm just hoping that, you know, guys like Brandon Woodruff can return and, and kind of return to the form that we have seen the last couple of years. Um, and not what we saw earlier this year, I, I think he can be better than that. Um, but it's, again, it's, it's going to be up to the whole health issue um, with him and, You know, Freddie, Freddie Peralta is going to be the wild card. We have no idea if he'll be able to come back and actually contribute. Um, This is a, it's a major setback. And by the time um, he's ready to go, it's going to be very late in the season.
1: You know, it's something it's hard to, it's hard to like, know what we're going to talk about at the time, but this whole wrinkle now where there's a bye week for the top two teams in the national league and the American league, and right now the Brewers are, you know, a little bit behind. But I, I would wonder if we get to that point and the Brewers are in position. Because last year the the problem or the worry was from fans, from a lot of people, even the Brewers talked about it a little, was they clinched what they could clinch and then they kind of coasted. And, the, you know, then it's hard to get back up and they weren't hitting against the Braves and, and that happened. I was arguing at the time that baseball's playoffs are almost, you know, it's a long season, obviously. You just mentioned it's still in June the baseball playoffs are almost structured, not for who had the best April to August, but who's having the best September. And as long as you're in a good striking point in September and you make the playoffs, if you're the hot team, you're going to go the furthest. So then there's this buy now where teams are going to have three, four, five days off. I wonder if this buy is going to hurt some of these teams. And then maybe you would rather play in that series. Obviously you're going to want to win that series. You have a chance to lose. You don't in the buy. I just think that that's an interesting conversation, Craig, that we're going to get into that we're not really aware of yet.
2: Well, I, I find it interesting you bring that up, Bart, because what did we hear? And and I'll I'll just preface this by saying I agree with you. I I personally, and I'm the of the belief you you don't all of a sudden stop playing baseball because it's playoff time. Uh, you've been doing this for six months. It just seems just seems odd to me, and and the development over this uh, playoff process the last few years. It's gotten more and more. And, and to me, it just feels odd. Just doesn't feel like the way baseball is supposed to be played. But my point is, what did, what did Craig Council say numerous times during that eight game losing streak and, and losses of what, 11 of 13 during that stretch? You can't get two down because what what's happening the next day? You're playing a game the next day. Every day he said that you're playing a game the next day. You're playing a game the next day. Things can change. And you get into the playoffs, and some teams, half the teams, whatever it is, they're not necessarily playing a game the next day or the day after that, for that matter. They get a bye. And the only thing you can chalk any of that up to come playoff time is you have a chance to basically rest up. Um, but I, I don't know if that's the, the best thing for every team. Um, I'm I'm a big believer in momentum. Half the guys in baseball will tell you, Uh, momentum is uh, only as far as your next day's starting pitcher and he didn't pitch the day before. So, so who knows, but I, I I do tend to agree with where you're going on this, that it, it just seems odd to me that there's a big pause when the playoffs start. It just doesn't make a whole lot of sense.
1: Yeah. If you're going to ask, would you rather have the buy or not have the buy? You're going to say, I'd rather have the buy, but one of these teams, I mean, whether it's the Yankees or the Mets or the Dodgers, one of these teams might trip up and then we're going to look at, well, is it's just interesting because baseball, you know, more so than any sport, it matters how you're playing at the end. And, and if you're hot, you're hot. And the brewers ran into that the last couple of years, Craig, Kashan joining us, Bally sports, Wisconsin. Okay. So you talked about Craig council a little bit, obviously he's had a very nice run here. He just got the milestone most wins ever joining the, uh, the, the bench there in, in 2015 before some front office stuff. Do you think we have reached the halfway point yet of his managerial tenure? Is he past it? Is it not yet coming? Because it seems to everybody that we talk to that this job is Craig's until he doesn't want it to be Craig's anymore.
2: Yeah, I mean, i I, you know, that's interesting. I, I have never quite thought about it like that. But I, truthfully, when I think about the future of the Brewers, He's the first image that pops up in my mind. Um, I I just can't imagine um, him not being there at at any point down the road. I mean, I almost see his tenure as manager is, um, you know, being being an old school guy that, you know, has been with the team for at least 20 years. Um, And I know he's not quite at the 10-year mark yet, but he's getting close. Uh, but he's what in his early early fifties. I'm not even sure he's fifty. I'm, is he eighteen yet? He still looks young to me. <laughs> I know. I um, know. I know. But but I'm telling you what he's a real he,
1: sharp uh... dresser. When you see him in street clothes, The guy's a sharp dresser.
2: <laughs> well, he's got he's got some coin to spend on some clothes. Yeah. Um, but no, I, he, I here's the thing, Bart. I mean, I. I when I was reporting when my job was reporting, uh, for the Brewers, it's when he was a player, his two, two stints there. And, and I feel like I got to know him pretty well as a professional relationship. Um, and I was not surprised at all that he ended up, you know, as manager of this team, he, he also did some of our pre and post game shows with me. And so I got to know him on a, on a different scale as well. And, um, Quite honestly, uh, back at the time when, when he was doing some shows with me, I was still doing college sports. So I'd been, uh, exposed to, uh, a lot of really great former coaches, a lot of great former players, um, and then on the NBA and Major League Baseball side as well. And he instantly fell into my top three people that I've ever worked with as far as intelligence goes and as far as, um, he's got he's got the the it factor that no matter what you bring up no matter what topic you're talking about no matter where you're trying to dive in to learn some things and be educated he just completely understands it and can educate you within seconds and there's not many people like that and and i think that's the factor that he has not only with the, the the players and his coaching staff, but the organization and the game of baseball and the respect that he that he has throughout for the job that he's doing right now. So, um, I know he loves it. Um, it's obviously in his blood, um, and I just see him doing it for many, many, many years to come here in Milwaukee.
1: Yeah, I mean, a guy grows up here; it's a dream job. I mean,
2: as long I mean, I mean he. He, he he basically targeted doing this yeah. job that he's doing right now, you know, 10 15 years ago. So, um you got to give him a lot of le- it goes back to, you know, me saying working with the guy how calculated he is. He he figures stuff out in a in a hurry, man.
1: Well, and a lot of the uh, success they've had obviously with the playoffs is attributed to him and what he's been able to do. But again, as a manager, you can you can do so much. And then it comes up to the players. And then when we look at this big picture again for 2022, you know, I look at this team right now and obviously we're going to talk so much about trades and you know, what's going to happen here. What's going to happen there. I kind of look at the lineup from last night and I see Yelich and I see Urias and I see McCutcheon and I see Telez and I see Adamas. And for the most part, they could always add a bat, you know, and they'll probably add some relief pitching. Everybody does. But for the most part, this is the team. You know, this is the team that they have assembled to get to this point. I do think there might be more of a sense of urgency because you have some of these pitchers where the team control, you know, David Stearns loves young, controllable talent. Well, the controllable part of that is is evaporating pretty soon on some of these guys. So I do think now is kind of a window to strike. I just wonder if, if this team as, compl- as it is now, if they are good enough to all get hot at the same time and win a World Series or if there are going to be more pieces that need to be acquired, if they do need to be a little bit more aggressive, you know, siphon off some of these prospects that we're just getting to know. I just, I wonder how active, you know, we think the trade deadline is going to be for them.
2: Yeah. It's going to be interesting because I, you know, I don't have a great sense of them making, um, you know, even a big splash. However, um, I always throw caution to the wind. You never know what what David Stearns is going to do. It it seems like um, just about every acquisition he makes is is not on any of our radars. And even across baseball, it's like all of a sudden, here's a deal. Um, So don't don't ever be surprised or caught off guard by what could happen with this team. Uh, But... But it's also, you know, uh, a good point. This The way this pitching staff has been assembled and developed, There, there is a window here, um, and I don't think it's going to close um, this year. I don't think it's going to close next year. But there is a window when you have dominant pitching like this uh, almost beginning to end. And then you see what they've done to overcome some even middle relief injuries here right now. I mean, it just goes to show um, how dialed in this organization is to to even develop pitching on a short-term basis with guys that weren't necessarily with the club even a month ago or two months ago or at spring training. You know, they've, they've figured some things out with some of these guys, and they've been helpful. So, you know, those, those type of situations, um, you know, and if they're set up well, they're still in first place, but, you know... They look around and they say, yeah, St. Louis is right here, but you have to look big picture, too, at playoffs. How are you going to compete with the Dodgers? How are you going to compete with the, the Mets um, and the Braves again? Um, and so those are, to me, the second half of the season. Yes, winning the division's big and and making sure you're ahead of the St. Louis Cardinals, but um, you still got to beat two or three other teams to make it all the way to a World Series, and that's still their goal at this point. So how are you going to beat those other teams? Maybe you do have to make you know, a sacrifice of some of your young guys and um, or maybe a current pitcher, who knows at this point. But their window is, is not closing. I still think there's there's some open time here to, you know, figure it out.
1: Well, they won't be able to beat up on the NL Centros much next year because they're changing the schedule. Uh, part of me likes it. Like, I, I'm going to a game uh, with the family coming up. We're trying to figure out a game when I want to bring – my son's almost three, so he's never been to a game yet. So very exciting what's going on in the Winkler house. And we were gonna go I this bet. we were gonna go Congrats. this weekend. Thank you. We were gonna go this weekend and see the Blue Jays, but now he's got a birthday party to go to. So we're going to a game against the Pirates. And I'm like, ah, I've seen the Pirates like 50 times in my life. I want to see the Blue Jays. But next year you're gonna have all these American League teams start to come in. Part of me thinks that's better, but then part of me, Craig, is still. I kind of like the old days when the national league just played each other. And the only time you saw the American league was the world series. Do you think this will be better for the sport to have all this, this new schedule?
2: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. To, to me, it's overdue. And I'm, I'm a bit of a traditionalist there. I I've liked the interleague, um, matchups and stuff, but I think it's, uh, I think this whole division 19 games a piece is, um, who doggy it's, it's It's too much. It's too Uh, much. It's just it's just old. Um and whatever I, I don't even know what the amount of games if they're reducing them by four or six uh per division, I'm not hundred percent sure yet, but I mean look, if they're gonna grow this sport and they want uh more eyes, they need to get uh, they need to get more matchups, uh fresh matchups. Um if the NBA can play uh all teams uh two games each and and they don't have road trips. Uh, in stay in a city like they do in baseball. If the NBA can, you know, jet out west and play four or five different teams in eight days, um, that's that's rig- rigid travel right there. I've I've done that a million times. too versus a baseball team going out west and playing two or three teams, and you're out there for ten days, and you have rest and stops in each one of those cities. Um, they they can get this done, and it's going to be really good for baseball. Uh, everybody should be playing each other. Um they do it in all sports except for football and I think they're you know, they're as close to getting there as they can, I guess, with the number of teams and increasing number of games. But uh I love it. It's uh it's overdue and um it, it's fine that we're playing division matchups, you know, more. I I get that, but you know, enough of this nineteen <laughs> times, you know, it's just it it needs to go away.
1: Yeah, you might as well some games talking about the same team so much, you might as well just show a rerun of Brewers Live before you get on the air. Oh, no, you
2: don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. You want the fresh show. Yeah, all right, that's true. (laughs) Craig
1: Cashon joining us, Valley Sports, Wisconsin. Craig, appreciate the time. We'll see you at the ballpark.
2: Sounds good, Bart. Take care. See you, Timmer. Later, Craig.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours